Welcome, everybody. It's Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk, Season 2, Episode 42. Thank you for joining. Um, this is going to be an all-basketball episode. I started thinking I need to do a little bit of a football recap of the season and also talk about some of the things going on as far as what players are coming back, which players are opting for the NFL. Recently, we've seen Dane Belton say he's going to the NFL. Riley Moss is coming back, so you know, that's a huge get for the Hawkeyes, having Riley Moss back. Didn't really expect that. Jack Kerner, of course, is gone. Five years with the program, he should be. And same thing with Shooter, uh, Kyler Schott, five years playing offensive line for the Hawkeyes. Let's go see what you can do at the NFL level. Tyler Linderbaum is just the amazing one. He has not made any kind of declaration yet. He just loves being a Hawkeye so bad. Seems like he should go. I mean, it's hard to find any argument why he wouldn't go and make the money other than he just loves being a Hawkeye so much. And if that's what the guy wants and he wants to be a Hawkeye, I guess why would you argue with that? Uh, get a Lloyds of London policy and maybe he'll be a top five pick next year and just make major money. So I, I still assume he's going to go pro, but interesting that he hasn't declared anything yet. He seems to be really struggling with that decision. Great Hawkeye, loves being a Hawk. Well, the Hawkeyes men's basketball team traveled to Madison on Thursday and fell to the 23rd-ranked Badgers, 87-78. to It wasn't really that close. Iowa was down 17 with a minute left before a jumper by Austin, Austin Ash. And, and one by the big guy, Josh Agundale. And then Jabo hit his third three of the game with about 10 seconds left. So that closed the gap a little bit. Badgers pretty much dominated this game, leading for the last 38 minutes. So the Hawkeyes' biggest lead was two in this game. The Badgers' biggest lead was 23. Rebounds were a big reason why, again, this has been such an issue for Iowa's losses this season. Man, it just seems like it's always something. Last year, last couple of years, it's kind of been that defense. This year, in those losses, the rebounding has just been so poor. Well, both teams came out on fire on Thursday night, especially Wisconsin. Johnny Davis hitting from the wing, drilling a couple of threes early. He is a really confident kid right now after scoring 37 in their last game, a win over Purdue on the road. And things just started getting ugly in the first half. Iowa was giving up offensive rebounds, not taking good shots. Johnny Davis, as I mentioned, just, just making buckets. He scored seven points during a 12-0 run by the Badgers, and it was at least at least seven straight missed jumpers by the Hawkeyes. It might have been eight, but they just weren't getting the ball inside. Uh, for some reason, they got away from it. They were kind of going one-on-one, taking contested jump shots. It was a TV timeout. The Hawkeyes clawed back with eight straight points. Connor McCaff- or, uh, Patrick McCaffrey had a dunk to get that going. But Wisconsin got the lead back up to double digits and kept the foot on the gas. And Fran McCaffrey talked about that 12-0 run in the postgame. He said Wisconsin was hitting shots, and Iowa just started quick shooting the ball. Contested twos with nobody on the glass, and that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. I mean, they need to run that offense, but that's what they were doing. First guy that would get a pass, take a couple dribbles, fire up a contested jump shot, miss, go the other way. You know, nobody on the glass. Wisconsin gets the rebound, go the other way, get a bucket. We go down. Same thing over and over again. Um, 
So that was disappointing to see. It was 45-32 at half, a 13-point deficit after three free throws by Davison. I'll talk about that later. He was fouled shooting a three or quote-unquote fouled shooting a three. Then a missed jumper by Tucson at the buzzer. So Wisconsin was up 13. They did a nice job getting the ball inside. Iowa was just one of six from three. Jordan Bohannon could not get open in that first half. No matter what they did, sets that they ran, they were all over him, smothering him so he couldn't get a shot off. Wisconsin was 4 of 14 from three at the half. Iowa just 3 of 6 from the free throw line. Wisconsin 7 of 12. And Wisconsin out-rebounded the Hawkeyes 24 to 13 at the break, and that did not feel good at all. Wisconsin had seven offensive rebounds to two for the Hawkeyes. So, you know, nine second-chance points for the Badgers in that first half. And you look at, you know, you're losing by 13 points. That's just a huge factor, getting nine second-chance points. So it comes down to who wants it more, getting after the board. So it's just, it's, it's very frustrating. Both teams... You know, need to be getting after the boards. The Hawkeyes just haven't been doing it of late. And in the games they have, they're having success. In the games they're not, they're not having any success at all. But both teams really value the basketball and just four turnovers each at the break. Keegan was 5 of 10 at half, 11 points, 3 rebounds. Patrick, 4 of 7 shooting, 8 points, 4 rebounds. A couple of nice assists. He just needs to finish a little bit better around the hoop. Some of those easier shots, but he is going to be quite a weapon when he gets all that straightened out. He he really is a good player. Rebracha, nothing in the first half. He had two fouls, so he sat for most of it. Fran McCaffrey rule, two fouls. You won't play again in the half. Two sump, four assists, four points. And Bohannon, just the two free throws, didn't even attempt a field goal. Wisconsin was just not going to let him shoot from outside. And it's it's a tough situation without anyone... Hitting from the outside, I mean, the only guys really that can are Keegan Murray, Chris Murray, a little bit off the bench. Um, there's just no nobody they have to guard. They just need to stop Jabo because they know if he hits five threes, it's going to be a completely different game. And then Johnny Davis, 19 points for Wisconsin in that first half. Well, the second half didn't start much better for the Hawkeyes. Jordan Bohannon missed a couple of free throws. You don't see that. It was just unbelievable. Uh, for Jabo to miss two consecutive free throws. And then Wisconsin was getting offensive rebounds, easy baskets down low. The Hawkeyes were not executing at all on this at this point. Uh, Wisconsin took a 19-point lead, and they never looked back, up 15 to 20 pretty much that whole second half until the last minute. Um, so, you know, time to figure some things out for these Hawkeyes. What, what's going on with the rebounding? Why aren't they getting after it more on that end, especially defensive rebounding, giving up those offensive rebounds? It's just a, it's just horrible. But also, what's going on with the bench? Iowa's bench has been very strong, and and uh, Fran McCaffrey's talked about how this is one, you know, the deepest team he's ever had because of these great bench players, and they have just really struggled of late. The Hawkeyes ended the game with decent shooting numbers. 49% to 50% for Wisconsin. Iowa missed seven of the first eight three-point attempts. Didn't hit the second until just nine minutes left in the game. 
And that's not going to get it done in today's basketball game. Although Hawkeyes did have some late threes, ended up 7 of 20, 35%. Wisconsin is not a great three-point shooting team. They were just 5 of 17, 29%. They were getting the ball inside for easy buckets. They're just Davis is a good three-point shooter, but Wisconsin overall is not very good from outside the arc. Iowa, just 11 of 19 from the free throw line. It was like a week ago we saw the stat. The Hawkeyes, the best free throw shooting team in the nation. <laughs> They've had two bad games in a row from the line. So just kind of unbelievable there. Wisconsin was 16 of 23. So they made five more free throws than the Hawkeyes. Rebounding, you know, it's just been a key in Iowa's losses this year. Hawkeyes out-rebounded 43-26. to 26. 15 offensive rebounds to six for the Hawkeyes. You know, that's just, you cannot win games where you get out-rebounded like that and give up so many second-chance points. Both teams, eight turnovers, about their average on the season. These are two of the best teams in the nation as far as not turning it over. There's one constant for the Hawkeyes, and that's the great play by Keegan Murray. He does it all. Three-pointers, monster dunks, rebounds, blocks. He had a bit of a scare in this game. He took a hard fall under the basket with about 15 minutes left. He sat briefly, came back in the game. Keegan with 27 points, five rebounds. He was 10 of 16 shooting, two of four from three. Only one missed basket in the second half for Keegan. If you recall, he was five of 10 in the first half. So I mean, this, this guy is just unbelievable. He's, to see what he's doing this year after seeing what Luca Garza did last the last couple of years, it's amazing. Jabo and Chris Murray were second in scoring with 12 points. Jabo couldn't get a shot off until later in the game when it was pretty much over. He did hit three three-pointers late. Uh, I think he was three of six from the free throw line. Just, just shocking. He was shooting 96% on the season, so he missed one in the previous game and then really struggled against Wisconsin at the line. Really good to see Chris Murray getting after it out there. Need more rebounding from him. That's true of all the guys. I mean, all these guys need to be getting more rebounds. He had just three, but he was 5 of 10 shooting, 2 of 5 from behind the three-point arc, 12 points. Really nice performance for him in 21 minutes. I think we're going to start seeing his minutes go up. They need his three-point shooting. They need his scoring. And he had a play where he got the rebound, went coast-to-coast for a lay-in, showing some of the skills that are really impressive for a 6'8", 6'9", guy. Patrick McCaffrey, 10 points on 4 of 10 shooting. 0 of 2 from 3. He had 7 rebounds. He led the team in rebounding. He had 8 points at the break, so he only scored 2 in that second half. Rebracha, just 12 minutes played after a couple fouls in that first half. Just 2 points, 1 rebound. The Hawkeyes need him to be an enforcer inside, getting close to 10 rebounds per game. They just need somebody who can, can be down there pounding it and getting rebounds. Tucson had some nice minutes, 3 of 5 shooting for 6 points. He did have an air bank 3 that didn't look too good and 4 assists. On the Iowa bench, where have they gone? Other than Chris Murray, there wasn't much production off the bench. Perkins, 0 of 4 shooting. Euless, 1 of 2. Connor McCaffrey, 5 more fouls than points in this game. Peyton Sanford must not be quite ready physically. You know, Maybe for that defensive end, he just got 7 minutes, 0 of 1 from 3. And Iowa needs another 3-point weapon to help Bohannon, help Bohannon get open. Um they can't if everybody they can just only have to focus on Bohannon behind the arc. 
it's a struggle. And maybe Sanford needs to get out there more, and they just need to give him the, the green light to just start launching threes. Riley Mulvey, Josh Agundale, both made it in the scoring column of the basket. Nobody off the bench with more than three, bound, three rebounds, most with just one. I think whoever can play defense, hit the, re, hit the boards, um, take care of the basketball, are going to get some more minutes off that bench. But you know, the lack of scoring from the bench recently has been a concern. Every starter for Wisconsin was in double figures. Johnny Davis with 26 on 10 of 18 shooting, 3 of 7 from 3. Remember, they only hit five threes, so he had 60% of those. The big guy is Crowell at 7 feet tall. He was 6 of 8 shooting. Wall at 6'9 was 6 of 7. They were just getting easy layups and dunks. Hepburn is an interesting guard for Wisconsin. He got away from Hoiberg. He's from Nebraska, Omaha area. And he's got a bigger body, plays some really gritty defense. But Brad Davison does not play gritty defense. He's a dirty player. He's out there trying to trick the referees all the time. He's the Grayson Allen of the Big Ten. If you remember the Duke basketball player who was constantly pulling this type of stuff on the court. In the past, uh, Davison hit Connor McCaffrey in the last place a guy wants to be hit. In this game, there were two plays that stood out. First, Connor McCaffrey got a tied ball. He had a hand on the ball versus Davison. Davison did what he does. He twisted around, went flailing backwards like he was being pushed. The refs called a foul on McCaffrey, who just had his hand in on the basketball. Just crazy how he can fool the ref so many times. But the worst play came right before the end of the half. Brad Davison shoots a three with about eight seconds left in the half. It's blocked by Patrick McCaffrey. He kicks his foot out. Uh, Davison does, kicks his foot out, and falls down. The referees call a foul on Patrick McCaffrey because Davison kicked him. I just can't stand this stuff, and, and, and that the refs can get fooled by it. How, I don't understand how their coach lets that happen. What do his teammates think of him? And maybe they're okay with it just because he's getting away with it, so they don't care, but I just cannot stand players that pull this kind of stuff. You shoot a three, you kick a player, and then fall down, and somehow the refs call a foul on the player that you kicked. Davison gets away with it. I don't know how. He shot three free throws to extend that lead right before half. Well, next up for the 11-4 Iowa Hawkeyes, who are now 1-3 in the con- conference, it's the Indiana Hoosiers coming to town on Thursday for an 8 p.m. game. I still don't think I'm over those two games last year against Indiana. Hopefully you've been able to forget those. Iowa traveled to Bloomington in January, ranked fourth in the nation, and lost 81-69. to Was not expecting that at all. Luka had 28 points, the great power forward for Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis had 23 points in that game. And then in February, Carver Hawkeye Arena, Iowa lost 67-65. to 15-foot jumper with about a second or two left, and the Hawkeyes went down. Led again, Indiana was led again by Trace Jackson Davis in scoring, and I think Garza had foul trouble in that game and just scored 18 points. Wieskamp had 18 as well, but the Hawkeyes were ranked 8th at that point, lost to unranked Indiana. And I don't know how Trace Jackson Davis is back this year, 
and not in the NBA. He's a big guy. He's 6'9". He's strong. He's got a lot of agility. And this Big Ten is just loaded with superstar players. He's averaging 20 points, 8.5 rebounds per game after averaging 19 points last year. So it's going to be an interesting matchup between uh, Trace Jackson Davis and Keegan Murray. I wonder if those two guys are going to be matched up most of the time. And that'll be really interesting to watch. He is a physical, physical player. Well, the bad news, Iowa is now 1-3 in the conference. The good news, no more games against Davison and Wisconsin, at least in the regular season this year. They may face off in the Big Ten tournament. But, man, the Big Ten doesn't seem quite as good this year. And that's, that's kind of the good news, or at least... Not as many really good teams at the top of the league. Michigan State and Illinois are both 4-0. Wisconsin and Ohio State are 3-1. Michigan, though, 1-2 in the league right now. Purdue, 1-2. And And I think Iowa has a shot in every game they play, but they just need to figure out this rebounding. So concerning the way they've been out-rebounded in their losses. And the bench needs to get back to playing fun and free out there like they were earlier in the season. Hopefully they're just going through a little bit of you know, growing pains in this season and they'll get it back. Always disappointing to lose to Wisconsin in any sport. But come on, Hawkeyes, let's get a win on Thursday over the 2-2 two and two in the Big Ten Hoosiers. Go Hawks! Go Hawks!